Welcome to Too Much to Ask. <laughs> Bye. <coughs> what? No, that was good. What? <laughs> you said. Welcome to Too, Too Much, Much to, to Ask. Ask. I'm Jay. And I'm Jazz. And we are a couple. <laughs> Ew. As as cringe as that sounds, we are a couple. And we have decided to make a podcast because we're cool people in a cool world. And we met in a really cool way too, didn't we? Yeah, we did. At work. At M&S. Marks and Spencers. The worst place to work. <laughs> no offence to anyone that works at M&S or anyone that is associated with the company, but... Yeah, it, it was the end of the day. No... Yeah. It, uh. No, it was more during the day. More during the day. Jazz was on tills. <clears throat> and because she was underage at the time, which makes me sound a <laughs> bit strange, but because she was underage at the time, I had to keep approving alcohol that customers were trying to buy. And every single time I made eye contact with her, I just smiled like I'm doing now. But And then it, it was very cute. And then... Afterwards, my mum messaged me <laughs> and said, This girl is nice. Because I served her on the till. She's cute and shy. And I was like, <laughs> Thank you. Because I, I did think that for a while. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then <clears throat> in the evening, I played a song. And what was that song, Jazz? What's the matter with you? Yeah, what is the matter with you? And from then on, it's really been history. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded cringe, but it's, it's true. I, I asked him what the name of the song was. And it was funny because I was the one that... I went onto our MS group chat and like intentionally <laughs> added her to sort of trigger a conversation. And then I was typing up my message on notes. And then out of nowhere, like ten minutes later, I had like after I added her, she sent me a message. But it didn't come up with Jasmine is typing. It just said Jasmine sent you a chat and I was like, oh. And then I go onto my Snapchat and look at the message and it's a massive paragraph. So I knew that she had wrote this on notes and I was like, oh my god. She's literally done what I wanted to do. I had to plan it all out because I was very scared. But because Joe replied with such enthusiasm. Mm. She realised that I was... A, decent. A, a decent guy. <laughs> and not not a weird guy. Yeah. But from then on, it's been great, hasn't it? Yeah, and now we're sat in my bedroom doing a podcast. On the floor with a very intriguing setup, And yeah. at some point we will end up recording these like <laughs> it's, visually it's because we both <clears throat> love talking so you know yeah even though i'm quite a slow talker and quite a monotone voice as you can probably tell so far but <laughs> i do like talking it's okay, Joe. yeah it's it okay. is what should we talk about we have our anonymous stories do we we do why don't you get it underway okay we're going to do some reading anonymous stories because they're funny and um, they're quite weird, 
neither of us have read these, so we're just gonna go straight into it. Okay, Joe. I found out my girlfriend shits in the shower. What should I do? Okay. Oh. Are you ready? So I've been dating this girl for about four months now, and she is amazing, up until I found out about this. Like, seriously amazing, both full and hard for each other. I've met her family, and she's met my limited family, and it's been going great. She stays over a couple times a week, and I love her company, company, and I'm very much in love with her. So finding out about this hit me quite hard, and I felt really weird since. I don't want to get too much into detail because it's overall a pretty bizarre situation, but basically at the start of the week, she was at my place and we were chilling and caught up with the latest episode of Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Mm. That's a good show. It says a great TV show, mm. by the way. I haven't seen it. Um, and she goes off to take a shower, which is normal after a day of work. So I'm chilling in my room, browsing Reddit and catching up with shit I need to take the piss. I'm <laughs> catching up with shit. And I need to take a piss. <laughs> oh dear. I need to go to the bathroom. And I walk in to the room where I'm engulfed in the smell of shit and it's steamy as hell in there. I'm taken back, clearly, and trying to make sense of it because the toilet lid is down but the smell is so strong. So I asked my girlfriend if she's okay and she says she's great and she's nearly done. She's just trying to get rid of this. At this point, I'm horrified. And as I approach the shower curtain... I kind of realised that she's done what she's done and I pull back the curtain and she faces me to smile at me and I look down and there's about half a shit clogging up the drain and she's clearly been trying to stomp it down. <laughs> oh my god. That I've is had disgusting. A, a lot of emotions running through my head all at once. Horror, disgust and surprisement. Mainly at her reaction of me walking on and her trying to <laughs> waffle stomp a shit down the fucking drain. <laughs> and I couldn't get my head around how cool and collected she was. I basically just said, what the fuck are you doing? And to be honest, her reply was more of a surprise at my reaction of seeing what she was doing. As in, she didn't see the big deal about it. And I didn't get why I, and didn't get why I was so horrified. It was fucking weird. I left the bathroom, obviously, and we had a talk about it, and she thought it was a normal thing to do. She needed a shit and just, <laughs> just went for it. <laughs> Apparently, she was raised in a household where that was a normal thing to do, and I just couldn't comprehend it. After a while talking, she reassured me she didn't do it all the time, but just whenever she needed shit was in the shower. I tried to explain to her it was definitely not normal or a cool thing to do whatsoever and she kind of flipped it back on me as if I was shaming her and got upset. Like I said, I love this girl but this has properly rocked me and I don't know what to do. See, I feel like if you love them enough that shouldn't be, that should be something you maybe laugh about. You'd, you'd see past her But then again, issues. why the fuck is she shoving it down the drain? <laughs> in a bathroom where there would obviously be a toilet right next to you, like, why it's can't... She's stomping in the shit with her foot pushing it down the drain and it's going to get stuck to the drain. I mean, I guess if she's doing that midway through the shower, she can just wash the shit off her foot. But at the same time, <laughs> there is literally a toilet. So if you found out that I was shitting in the shower, what would your reaction be? What the fuck? <clears throat> Honestly, I'd, I'd <laughs> see past it and see, find a like, way to move forward. I feel like we would just laugh about it. We would. And probably have to explain, like, what <laughs> mm. What are we doing? But I feel like that's definitely something you would do. What? <laughs> Poo in a shower? Uh, yeah. 
No. I feel like you would. Do you piss in the shower? No. Do you not? Sometimes. <laughs> you definitely do. But that's because I've don't. got a hose pipe. <laughs> Whereas for you, it would just trickle down your legs and it would be a bit <laughs> disastrous. But for me, I can like point it towards the drain and then it's all good. What's your advice for this person then? <clears throat> what do you think they should do? Break up with her. Really? Yeah. I mean, actually, that's true. If it's, it's, if it's that big of an issue for him. Mm. He was... I just find it funny, like... <laughs> all in my head, all at once, horror, disgust and surprisement. I, I think, think it's... I think he's... <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I was just gonna say, I think if it's that big of a reaction to yeah. you, <laughs> to fucking I think that's, leave. That's it for him. It, you guys aren't matching enough on that level. <clears throat> You've got to match on all levels, you know. Yeah, you got to see past the shitting down the drain, clogging up the <laughs> drainage pipes. Although if if I did find you doing that, I would have to have a discussion with you. It would be a very because, awkward discussion. No, it would be quite funny because I wouldn't, I wouldn't find it. I wouldn't be like, <laughs> are you fucking okay? Mm. I would just be like, can we maybe not do that? Let's find an alternative because it's going to start blocking the drain, you know? And we don't want to get a sewage man to start <laughs> looking in our drains exactly. and seeing my feces down there. Exactly. So your advice for that is to leave them if you Yeah, if immediately. Disturbed. Run away. <laughs> Stay away from that type of breed. It's a bit... Yeah, stay Scary. away from Joseph. No, stay away from <laughs> whoever that woman is. I'm glad that he didn't... Did he name her? He didn't name her. No. No, fair no. play. Okay, so the next one is I broke up with my boyfriend because he yelled at me and I think that's quite extreme, don't you? It depends. On what? The situation. He and I dated for about eight months. <laughs> Our relationship was fine. We did things together. We had fun. Great. There weren't any obvious red flags, but I always got this feeling that he didn't value me much. At times he seemed a, a, a bit cold and acted like he was annoyed at me for no apparent reason. It all came to a head, to my head. It's because she writes it to a head. Oh. I keep stumbling on that, but it's, it's okay. to my head. Mm-hmm. When three days ago we were hanging out at my place and he asked me to hand in the TV remote, I was sitting right next to him on the couch and was working on my laptop. I reached for the remote without looking and accidentally handed him my phone instead. I thought it was funny after I realised what I had done. I laughed as I handed him the actual remote. He had that same annoyed look on his face. He began yelling at me and called me a stupid bitch. What the fuck? Over a TV remote. This is eye-opening. <laughs> to say the least. Okay. I was stunned. I have never raised my voice at him or disrespected him in any way. I did not deserve to be treated this way. I told him my relationship was over and asked him to leave. As she should. Um, He told me to calm down and stop overreacting. I simply walked to the front door, opened it wide and told him to get out and never (laughs) come back. He walked out telling me I was being dramatic. The very next day I returned the the presents he gave to me. They mean nothing now. My friends are telling me that I did overreact and I shouldn't just end a relationship because he yelled at me once and have asked me to patch things up. His friends too began harassing me on social media. I blocked them all. His friends, not mine. I'm not going to reach out to him to try and work things out, as some people have suggested, because 
I know that I did not deserve this treatment. I've always treated him with respect and I deserve that in return. I just needed to tell somebody. Thank you for reading. I think good on her. Now that I've read it, I agree with it. At first I was like, over a TV remote, that's quite uh, far, but I think the fact that he's been talking to her like that the whole time. I think also the fact that that was his reaction to the TV remote shows a lot. Yeah, like she accidentally handed him... (laughs) A phone. A phone, and he started getting annoyed at it. It's not that deep. When she was trying to make a joke out of it, I think that's quite... Like, how fucking old are these? She's 29. Yeah. And his friends are, like, harassing her. Like, grow up. Yeah. Nah, she she dodged a bullet. She did do a good thing, I think. I think I think that <clears throat> was the way forward. Yeah, I would say the answer to that is no. She did not overreact. She should feel pleased with her decision. She should. Okay, when I read this, it was very... Um, I didn't really know what to think. Okay. I poked a hole in a condom and purposely got a girl pregnant to prove I wasn't gay. That's extreme. (laughs) Yeah, that's quite something. Okay. This was the late 80s and I was 14, 15 and things weren't... And it wasn't a great time to be a gay teenager. Not that it was an excuse what I did. I was so afraid of being outed that I started a relationship with my at the time best friend's sister my friends were constantly messaging me about not having slept with her and calling me gay they were just joking but i took it so seriously that i convinced her sex that i convinced her sex that makes sense okay sorry (laughs) and i poked a hole in the condom oh Okay, wait. (laughs) So I convinced her to have sex with me and I poked a hole in the condom hoping to get her pregnant so that I'd had proof. That's mad. Jeez. She did end up pregnant and when I found out the reality of what I did really hit me. It really hit me. She just thought the condom didn't work and I never told her I did it on purpose. She was forced to go to an alternative school and eventually dropped out to have the baby. Her and her family moved away with the baby and I never kept in contact with them. I've always felt like a pose for ruining her life and abandoning my kid. And it ends there. Yep. No apology. Jesus. (laughs) To the poor woman. No nothing. Oh my god. He's just... Yeah, no. No, I think that's wrong on so many levels. I do too. Like, I I do understand it's a hard time, but like... And like, I I, I get it from the perspective that he doesn't want to be made out to be a gay man, but... You can't go around doing that. Yeah. Like, his friends should maybe just take his word for it Mm. instead of him feeling like he has to prove himself like they don't sound like very good friends yeah if you feel you have to prove yourself to friends then get new friends yeah i don't i don't think they're very good considering he's had to go to the extreme of poking a hole in his condom so that his girlfriend got yeah but well was it girlfriend yeah yeah girlfriend got um pregnant over that purely over that like it's he he went into that knowing that he was doing that like he purposely used the condom that he poked a hole in and throughout the whole time 
knew, knew that he was going to be doing that and maybe possibly getting her pregnant because he wants to prove his friends that he's not gay. I that think that's wrong. Bad. Yeah. I also, I feel like, um, do you think he should tell her that he purposely did that? Or do you yeah. think it's good that he's kept it secret? I think he should. I don't know. I mean, I, I can see it being difficult if they've never kept in contact and mm. he might not be able to get in contact with her again. But if he could, I think he should own up to it because it's quite a big thing. I feel like right now he's regretful, but he also is keeping it on his chest. Mm. So if he was to tell her, he would still be regretful, but like it's one less thing to keep on your chest. Yeah. But then at the same time, like, how much is that going to change for her, like, her perspective on it all? And is it, like, sometimes easier just to leave it so then she's just happy with how she is right now? Yeah. I I just think he should own up to it. Yeah. Like, you you can't... That was a shitty thing. he's, he's, He's made a new life with no intention of making a new life and sometimes surprises happen but like <laughs> he knew that that yeah, could have and happened and the fact just... that they're like 14 15 that's so young mm. for that to not even just be an accident that was purposeful and it's almost definitely ruined her life as well considering she got forced mm. to go to a different school and then had to drop out and not get the qualifications that she might have been able to get to get a future career and it's like the worst thing he would have got is his friends thinking he was gay if he didn't do this whereas yeah. now that he has like her he's, whole life changed and his he's yeah. just regretful and now he's got a kid that won't know him but he's yeah. got a kid i just hope that girl's <clears throat> doing great yeah whoever she is mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so the next one is my boyfriend doesn't get why I feel inferior to his gorgeous female friend, and it gets on my nerves. Mm. My boyfriend has a female friend who is very attractive and with whom we usually go out, among other friends. They have known each other for a very long time. Actually, they went to high school together, and I knew my boyfriend during my second year of college. I am, on the other hand, conventionally unattractive and quite the opposite to his friends in terms of looks. She is all I wish to be, petite, good with makeup, small nose, etc. When I sit beside her, I feel awful, like I was some kind of freak or monster. This is quite deep. Make no mistake, I like her. She is a perfectly sweet and respectful girl, and we are becoming friends, and she has never attempted to cross any boundaries with my boyfriend, but still, she intimidates me and makes me feel inferior. I told my boyfriend about it, and it was like I was talking in another language. He just didn't understand why I felt this way and pretended that the looks inequality between me and his friends didn't exist, which really frustrated me. I can see both sides of the story because I feel like it is hard growing up in a society that has like that much judgment on a woman being so perfect. And when you feel like like she obviously is insecure and I feel like maybe she shouldn't be in a relationship if she's that insecure Mm. like she's clearly not very um, 
secure with herself in terms yeah. of, like the way that she was putting herself down in that mm. it, it doesn't she it doesn't seem like she sees herself in a good light and it's very hard to love someone else if you don't love yourself mm. and i feel like with the fact that her boyfriend doesn't understand i get why he can understand but at the same time i feel like he could maybe like if he loved her enough he could maybe talk to her in a more understanding way to try understand where she's coming from yeah. like maybe that could make her feel better better i don't, I but don't I, know I, I think the fact that she's been sort of so hard on herself i don't know if this will make sense but i'm just gonna say it anyway the fact that she's been so hard on herself like at the beginning when she was saying mm. i'm on the other hand conventionally unattractive blah 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 and then at the end when she says he just didn't understand why I felt this way and pretended that the looks inequality between me and his friends didn't exist if he loves her he won't see mm. anybody else except her and the fact that she's just shutting that down isn't that's that's really true actually if you mm. look at it from that point of view he he if, if what he else loves can he her, do as well yeah. like other than reassure her that of that that's true because like if he does actually see them like equally because this is what, something that I want to get into in the podcast about how you see people for who they are like when you know them a long time you don't see them as like rating them on a scale of 1 to 10 every time you see them how good they look so to him they probably just like they all look gorgeous to him I don't know mm. but like I think because she's insecure in herself she doesn't believe him but like you can't be in a relationship if, if it's like that. Well, you can, but, like, it's probably not the best on your mental stability. Yeah. I, I just think the way that she was shutting, her, shutting him yeah. down at the end is quite unfair on yeah. him because he clearly did try and, like, make her feel okay and sort of reassure her of that, but she's just seeing it like as though he's pretending, which maybe he's not, and I think that's quite a immature way to go about things. Mm. And I think that she was saying how the friend has never once had, like, a malice intention to do anything. So I feel like if she can recognise that the friend is sweet and has never tried to do anything with her boyfriend or any... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> has not tried to, like... Like, she thinks that she is just a friend. That should be enough to trust like to not be insecure why are you giggling at me because you just threw a pencil across the room <laughs> what's that pencil done to you sorry um fuck what was i saying <laughs> i can't remember i'm just thinking about the pencil <laughs> um the girl has never had any malice intention and the girl who's talking knows this so it's clearly just her insecurities about herself mm. and she just needs to like work on it because her boyfriend whatever her boyfriend was saying was like he can't stop hanging out with this because like maybe fair enough if this girl was like trying to flirt with him but if she's had no intention yeah, of that nothing's happened he can't do anything like there's no why why would you end a friendship if there's nothing yeah, you know the toxic only, going on the only insecurity that they've got is the fact that she doesn't look as good as that girl which probably and isn't she's true she's now saying or suggesting the fact that her, her boyfriend might have 
feelings towards the girl that looked prettier than her when mm. he's done nothing to suggest that yeah. in the first place. So, so basically, she needs to work on herself. Yeah. Because I'm sure she's just as beautiful. Yeah. This next one is, I know my girlfriend is cheating. Ooh, okay. I've been with this girl for over a year. She's the first girl I've ever had unprotected sex with because I trusted her. But around June, I found a condom wrapper in her bed baseboard. In the baseboard of my bed. What's a baseboard? Headboard? I'm guessing. It's probably the American way of saying it. Maybe. So the headboard of my bed. I brought it up to her and she instantly had an excuse and didn't seem to be nervous and she is terrible lying on the spot. So we moved on and forgot about it. Then in July, I found a receipt for the cinema in my car. For the cinema in my car. A receipt for the cinema in my car. So, yeah. Comma, right. <laughs> I, didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say anything, though, because I thought I'd wait until something else comes up so I have enough to confront her with. Mid to late June comes around and I was cleaning my car to go visit some family. I keep my car quite clean, but this time there are a few papers and water bottles and such, just general rubbish. But when I was vacuum vacuuming the back floor, I found two pieces of the corner of condom wrappers. Now, I am a very reasonable guy and I don't get angry easily. I take all the info on board before I get angry. She has been using my car every few days because the car that I bought her for her with my own savings had cracked head had a cracked head so while i was paying for it to be fixed i was lending her my car she is so bad at hiding yeah jesus um but rather than explode at her i just put the pieces with the ticket and went about my day my mum won two tickets to go to new zealand and went a oh and when she gave them to me because she wasn't well enough to go by the expiration day and I couldn't go because of work, so I gave them to my girlfriend to take a friend. I figured it would be the perfect opportunity to set something up to catch her in the act. Ooh, that's smart. <laughs> Once she left, I bought a bunch of cameras and microphones and had my friend, a techie, put them around the house and in my car. When she got back, I had to go on a work trip for a few days. I've been down the street at my techie's friend house waiting for her to act up. Nothing happened for two days and the microphones in my car stopped working so all we had was the house. Then all of a sudden the camera in my room turned on and she was there with my childhood best friend. No. Oh I hadn't spoken to him for over a year. The last time I saw him, I drove him for eight hours to go to his dad's funeral. Jesus Christ. That's Fuck. a kick in the teeth. I didn't ask for fuel money or expect anything in return. I even drove him back to Sydney for free. So me and my techie friend went back to my house at night and broke into his car by forcing the window down. We pushed it up the block and hid behind an industrial building. Then we went back to his place and called her. We watched her pick up the phone while she was sat next to him. I pretended to be checking in on her and she sounded normal and lied straight to me. It was obvious that she was nervous and it just made me even angrier. We left her for the night and waited for the morning. The police were talking to my ex-best friend about his car and she had to drive him home over an hour to his house. So when they left, I had the locksmith change my front door and back door locks and we dumped all her stuff in my ex-best friend's car. <laughs> I even sold the car I bought her to the shop that was supposed to fix it. She'll be home any minute now and I'm going to get her reaction on video. 
stay posted for the link <laughs> that would be interesting no oh my god i love the way he's gone about that because yeah. he was saying he doesn't get angry so he's decided to use his his he's, brains he's, he's doing it in a petty way but it's a great without sharing his anger and i'm loving it unless he's done something wrong to make her cheat which it doesn't feel like he would have no no so like absolutely that was a that was a great move on his behalf that's quite funny not the cheating no not the cheating but the setup like it would be Mm. quite entertaining especially like imagine being in his friend's shoes as well not the ex-best friend his friend that he's chilling with techie yeah imagine being in his shoes (laughs) how entertaining it would be to see that unfold i agree like i i would I, i would love it not for his sake because his girlfriend's cheating on him but purely for the fact that it's like a real life drama drama unfolding <laughs> in your eyes it's quite um but can we just talk about how shit this girlfriend was at hiding this like yeah they have unprotected sex why like literally you would make sure you got rid of the condom wrappers no yeah it... i mean i'm glad she didn't but like it would be the was... first thing that you'd think of yeah surely like if you're going behind your boyfriend's back in a car <laughs> that he uses his car his car right that she uses that yeah. she uses sorry and doesn't think that he will find the rubbish and maybe in the moment she forgets that the condom wrapper's even there but it's like she's waiting to be caught you 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 need to be more smarter than that and mm. well done on the boyfriend <laughs> or probably ex-boyfriend now for going about it in such a secretive way i'm loving i i was gonna say like props to him like as soon as like he found the first one he didn't lose his shit he would just let it go like mm, i don't know i think how. i'd be fuming yeah if you were using my car and then I went in it and found that I'd be like wait that wasn't me (laughs) that'd be my first instinct I definitely wouldn't be able to just drop it until I found more evidence nah nah oh my god I swear he said at the start that he likes to get all the facts before he gets annoyed that's what he's doing which is fair enough he's sticking by what he says and that's clearly how he thinks but like if you saw that straight away, you wouldn't... Mm. I mean, it depends who you are, but like, I personally wouldn't be able to contain my anger. I'd be quite pissed off. Yeah, but... I agree. But I think I find it really interesting, and I would like to look into why do people stay in relationships if they're not happy? If you're going to cheat, why are you staying in the relationship? Like, what goes on in their brain to be like, oh yeah, I want to stay with this person but I'm going to cheat on them because clearly something's not going Mm. on here. Like, I don't understand anything that goes on behind that. No, neither. I think it'll be interesting to see. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And then probably when she finds all of her stuff, she turns up at home at his house, she's going to be like, what the fuck, what the fuck, and probably cry. Well, she might not, but she might get like, you know. I think she deserves to cry. If she's been doing this yeah, to him. If she, like, turns up, like, begging for forgiveness, it's like, why? True. And why? she can't exactly hide it like she has been doing the whole time. She's been caught red-handed. Like, just end it if you're not happy. 
Mm. But maybe there's something behind it. I don't know. Maybe. But you don't know the full story. You never know. Her side could be much more. Yep. Well, that's true. Still, like even if he did something and she knows that he did something, I feel like it would just be a bit pay, but fair play. Mm. But I, I say if he didn't do anything and she just cheated, that was a very good move on his behalf. Mm. Smart move. Fair play to the man. Okay, so this is the last one that we have, and it's titled, I made a huge mistake with my son-in-law and can't say anything. (laughs) Now, if this is incest I'm going to cry. Okay. This has been bothering me for a while, and I just need to say it, I think. I know this was very poor judgment, and I have felt completely awful since this has happened. I'm divorced from my husband of 36 years. Our divorce was finalised in November of 2018. He immediately had a girlfriend about 15 years younger than me. After the divorce, I got very depressed and had zero self-confidence. I used it as motivation and got in shape. I lost 20 pounds and decided to get breast implants. I got them last June. After I got them, I basically hid from the world for about a month until I was confident enough to go go out again and had recovered my daughter and son-in-law have a pool in the backyard since it was summer i was at the pool with them and the grandkids in late july my son-in-law made a comment about my boobs i was totally mortified even though i knew it was obvious to them i've been swimming with them for years no real way to hide my boobs later that night he sent me a text apologizing for saying anything and said he was happy for me I texted back and eventually sent him a selfie topless. What? What? The fact that that was her first instinct is kind of worrying. He was very supportive and told me that I looked amazing. I was at a very low place and had been drinking. I asked him if he wanted to come over and he did. We ended up having sex. I had not had (laughs) sex in about three years and I think just the attention and being told I'm beautiful made me do it. I've sent him pictures a couple times since when he's asked, but have not done anything since. We've talked about it since though and both agree it was a bad idea. Well, no fucking shit. (laughs) We both swore we won't ever tell my daughter. I have not told anyone about this. I feel so guilty. Oh my God, wait, son-in-law, her daughter's (laughs) fiancé. Oh, I've just clocked that. Fucking hell. <gasps> oh. So it's not incest, but it's almost worse than incest. No. Incest is quite mad. But you know what Fuck. I mean. Oh my god. Oh, that's awful. No. And they both swore that they would never tell her daughter. But she's still sending photos to him. Yeah. No, that is so wrong on so many levels. I've I'm not sorry, told I don't anyone. care how bad your mental health is. That is yeah. so wrong. You oh my do god. That. I have not told anyone about this. I feel so guilty and can't stand I'm hiding something this big from my own daughter. But I can't Aww. bring myself to tell her. Thanks for listening. Someone commented saying, damn, this is a fucking confession. <laughs> Finally, some good fucking confessions. 
Well, I'm just reading comments. But. Jesus. That is. How does your self-esteem get so low that you would do that to your own daughter? No. I feel like that's the point you need to go to therapy. I have no words. Like, not in a rude way. But, like, (laughs) Jesus. Your own daughter. How could you do that? Oh, I don't know. I don't have any words. It's the fact this all stemmed from her getting a breast implant (laughs) to sending him pictures. It's it's on her, like, to beginning, beginning that. Like, why would you just go from messaging about it to just sending him like why why would you do that son-in-law so that means it's his daughter's boyfriend her daughter her Her daughter's daughter's boyfriend boyfriend. sorry fiance yeah oh unless they're married and the fact that he's hiding it from her and they'd still be together this is what i just said like why is he still with this with this girl if he's clearly not happy to the fact he's cheating on her with her the mother. mother yeah what the fuck I don't have anything to say that was a great way to end this podcast there's there's, there's nothing you can say there isn't you can't give any advice for that no, other than just absolutely like absolutely none what are you doing my friend jeez they are that both... daughter deserves better yeah she deserves a new mother her mother and potential husband Imagine though, my God, the way that she'd feel if her mum, like, imagine, imagine your mum, <laughs> sleeping with you. Imagine your mum came up to you and was like, "I've got a confession to make. I've had a couple nights with Joe." No, I'm not even thinking about that. No. That must be like that. You've got to think that you've done something wrong. Like at that point, it's got to be like, how the fuck can these people do that to you? Yeah. Like clear. Like bless her. My God. No, there is nothing to say. There is nothing nothing. to say. The daughter needs... Better people. A new mum. And husband. She needs to rewind to getting birthed again. Come (laughs) from a different woman's hole. Not that woman. She's a a strange woman. Keep away. Oh my god. Imagine her mum is married. She's divorced. Oh. That's the whole reason. She's divorced and insecure. It's okay, Joe. But I think that, that rounds this up. It's a very confusing story that has no words. Yeah. Now, this might become a series. We if might you're do lucky. this more often. I've, I've enjoyed talking about these random people's <laughs> stories. That was a really good one to end on, I can't lie. Yeah. And I think... The more juicy ones. We'll the find. more juicy get, ones. Keep getting better. Yeah, exactly. And we'll find new ones. Carefully. And I think it's good that we didn't read over them before we even yeah. said them. Like, we've just said random stories that we just screenshotted out yeah. of the blue while I was watching Ted Lasso, <laughs> my favourite man. But anyway, thank you for listening to our first thank podcast. You. This might become a running theme because I've thoroughly Hopefully. enjoyed it. Same. And It was very fun, Joe. I hope too much to ask enlightens your days. Cute. Whether you're in the car, in your bed. Cooking food. Doing your chores. Walking whatever. your dog. Do whatever and listen to this podcast. Because we have lots to say. We really do. Hope you hope you enjoyed. <laughs> that's the podcast. Yeah, that's the podcast. Thank you very much. Cheers. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>